With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to Cureleaf, a medical marijuana dispensary. Whether you're a longtime patient or you're just getting acquainted with this incredible plant, Cureleaf of Pennsylvania is honored to guide you along your medical marijuana journey. Welcome into this edition of the Blue White Breakdown. Four talking points for the weekend covering Penn State football. I'm Dustin Hawkinsmith. We'll get started looking at Penn State recruiting in 2022. National Signing Day is coming up next Wednesday, December 15th. Big day for the Penn State program. They've got 25 commitments on board so far. One of those for sure worth watching going into the weekend. Andre Roy is a three-star commit. Uh, from St. Francis Academy in Maryland. He's a six foot six, 320-pound offensive tackle. He's been committed to Penn State since September 23rd. No other visits, no other offers uh, from that point until now, until USC came around on December 10th with an offer. Andre Roy did tell Brian Doan from 24-7 Sports that he plans to visit uh, Southern California, I believe, this coming weekend. So he's one of 25 commits so far in the class. Signing day is coming up December 15th. Pretty much all has been quiet on that front. Penn State's got a big group of kids who they look pretty solid in their commitments, look pretty solid to sign on the dotted line and make those commitments official on signing day. It's the early signing period. There is still the February National Signing Day. That's a whole other topic for a whole other day. Just what that has caused in college football, just in terms of the timeline and the coaching carousel and maybe having some unintended negative consequences there. But for Penn State, we should know coming out of this weekend, if USC poses a real threat to Andre Roy, it would seem on the surface, if he's visiting right now, USC has something of interest for this kid. And Lincoln Riley left Oklahoma to go to USC. There's some buzz there. They're getting some new commitments that are following Lincoln Riley from Oklahoma uh, to, to USC. A lot of good reason to believe that this USC program makes a very sudden turnaround with the amount of talent in Southern California. So they uh, they have some interest in Andre Roy. He has some interest back. We'll see how that one unfolds. Um, one of the impacts to watch here, we're looking at a Penn State offensive line that hasn't been as good as people uh, hoped it would be in 2021. And you look at you know, the number of elite blue chip prospects that have come through and been developed in this program, it, it is a little bit light. You know, they, they do take a lot of guys who have some development work to do. And I think Andre Roy fits into that category. He's not a slam dunk sure thing, but you look at the other three offensive linemen remaining in the class, four-star Drew Shelton is from Pennsylvania. He is a very talented kid. Um, one of those blue chippers that Penn State has not uh, has not gotten a lot of under James Franklin. So he's a huge commitment. And at one point in time, he was considering uh, the Florida Gators. Um, he was at IMG Academy in Florida. Looked like Florida really posed a threat to Penn State. 
Penn State got to the finish line with him. I mean, officially get to the finish line on Wednesday. But uh, Drew Shelton is very solid in his commitment now. Uh, J.B. Nelson is from Lackawanna College. I think you've had some mixed results when it comes to getting offensive linemen from Lackawanna College. How ready are they to contribute at a Power 5 level? Kind of remains to be seen. J.B. Nelson did pick up a fourth star from 24-7 Sports in their junior college rankings this week. So some good things happening for him. Uh, Malik McNeil is a three-star from New York. He's six foot seven, three hundred forty pounds. Uh, pretty athletic, moves pretty well at that size. So I think you know maybe he's a, a little bit of a project, but there's a lot to like there. Again, you know Penn State, uh, their offensive line is under the microscope for sure. This group looks like a good one. Um, it, it, it probably needs a little bit more juice. Probably could use Andre Roy signing on on, uh, on Wednesday. But USC looks like a, a real threat here, and we'll see what unfolds throughout the weekend. Obviously, Penn State looking ahead to the Outback Bowl. That's on New Year's Day. That's a noon kickoff against Arkansas um, at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa. James Franklin met with reporters in Tampa for a little ceremony uh, on Thursday and uh, said the Penn State team's fired up for the chance to play there. They take on a quality opponent. From the SEC in Arkansas, warm weather game. Uh, I think the Outback Bowl didn't look like a, a real possibility as, as you got to the finish line with bowl projections and things like that. But uh, th- they do land there, get a good opponent. Franklin said he's been out recruiting since that announcement was made last Sunday and hasn't been able to watch a lot of film on this Arkansas team. Their staff back in State College, obviously that has begun that work. So just that fine balance of uh, using this this little stretch between the end of the regular season and the bowl game to catch up with recruits and targets and also trying to get that prep work done and planning practices and game planning and watching film. So a lot to be done here for Penn State, but I think the opportunity to play Arkansas is a big one. There's also a big opportunity to um, use that practice time that, that you get. Uh, when you qualify for a bowl game, which has been obviously commonplace at Penn State, you get that extra development time. And I think it's especially going to be interesting when it comes to young players on this Penn State team. Um, Penn State's a three-point favorite in this game. They're 7-5 and five going in. Arkansas is 8-4. They won four of their final five games in the regular season. Really interesting team. Um, we did find out this week that Traylon Burks, their wide receiver who looks like a potential first-round draft pick, will not be playing. He has opted out of the game. So the other piece to watch between now and January 1st, and I would suspect that we'll find out sooner than later, two guys in particular for Penn State, Jahan Dotson, the wide receiver, Jaquan Brisker, the safety. Both of them look like high, high picks in the NFL draft, and you do have to kind of wonder what's the gain and what's to lose by playing in this game. Um, you've seen on a handful of occasions guys playing games, get hurt, and have their draft stock impacted negatively accordingly. Um, you've had guys starting with you know Christian McCaffrey and Leonard Fournette six years ago or so started this whole opt-out thing. And I think um, these guys who are, are looking like first-round picks, there is a lot to lose, and they probably have to weigh um, the magnitude of the ball game, how important it is uh, in the grand scheme of things, and – you know, how much do they want to have that one last ride with their teammates? And on that front, 
Jahan Dotson and Jaquan Brisker are, are interesting because they came back this year. They had the chance to go to the NFL last season. They did come back. They did improve their draft stock, but that wasn't really their primary motivation, at least what they say. Uh, it was to get that you know, bitter taste out of their mouths from 2021 Penn State went four and five and try to end on a higher note. So if they're going to continue with that, then it would make sense to play. Uh, they could opt out. James Franklin could opt to just play them maybe a series or two. And you get that middle ground where they do get a chance to play one more time in a blue and white uniform without compromising their health too much. On that front too, I think this one is worth watching the younger players that we started to see later in the year. Um, safety Jalen Reed, we found out with a couple games left in the regular season that he was going to burn his red shirt and continue playing at safety. Looks like a really promising kid there. Malik Mega was hurt to start the year. We started to see a little bit more of him. Scored a 67-yard touchdown against Rutgers. Big, strong, fast, athletic. So if Jahan Dawson doesn't play, he would be the primary guy to look at to fill in some of those snaps, along with the fact that Parker Washington will get a nice first run as Penn State's number one wide receiver. I'd like to see that too, because that's what you're looking at for next year. Landon Tengwall, the offensive tackle, is another player to watch. Does Penn State make sure that he gets as many reps as he can handle? Just again, some building blocks for the future. Welcome to Cureleaf, a medical marijuana dispensary. Whether you're a longtime patient or you're just getting acquainted with this incredible plant, Cureleaf of Pennsylvania is honored to guide you along your medical marijuana journey. Have questions? Visit us at cureleaf.com or stop in to see us at any of our 12 locations. Let's talk medical marijuana and let our confidence become yours. Shifting gears to some other Penn State connections, uh, Brent Pry in his first full week as Virginia Tech's head coach, uh, making his hires, trying to lock up Virginia Tech's recruiting class. Also, according to multiple media reports, looks like he's hiring Tyler Bowen to be his offensive coordinator there. Uh, he's the tight end coach right now with the Jacksonville Jaguars. He spent three years at Penn State as a tight ends coach. Um, he's going to finish the season out with the Jaguars. Uh, and then get his first Power 5 gig as a full-time offensive coordinator. Before he left for the NFL to join Urban Meyer and his staff in Jacksonville, Tyler Bowen was a real rising star, a young talent in the coaching ranks uh, for both what he's been able to do with tight ends. That includes Pat Fryermuth and his development into a second-round pick and one of the NFL's best young tight ends now, uh, as well as recruiting and being able to mix those two things together. He's also got experience coaching offensive linemen during his one season at Maryland. He also did that at, at Fordham. He was the offensive coordinator at Fordham. Uh, he arrived in 2018 at Penn State, coached tight ends, was elevated in 2020 to co-offensive coordinator, and that came after a really good showing by the Penn State offense in the 2019 Cotton Bowl when Tyler Bone was the interim offensive coordinator while they were awaiting um, Kirk Shiraka to show up for that full-time gig. So he's got all the relevant experience. He's still a young guy. He's got NFL experience now. And Tyler Bowen looks prime for this opportunity. The fact that he and Brent Pry are familiar with each other and have a good thing going there has to only be viewed as a plus. Last but not least, looking at special teams, Jordan Stout on Thursday was a runner-up for the Ray Guy Award given to the nation's top punter. 
He came up short to Matt Areza from San Diego State, which you can't really argue with that one. Stout also finished ahead of Adam Corsak from Rutgers. Um, a real glory year, I think, for punters as far as these guys go. All of them had some national notoriety. You look at their stats and you kind of, they're, they're all very close. Jordan Stout averaged 46 and a half yards per punt this season. He had 26 out of his 62 punts, almost 50% go for 50, 50 plus yards. Led the nation in hang time and a metric called boom rating, which can't possibly be bad for a punter. He had 34 punts down inside the 20-yard line, 18 inside the 10, and 6 inside the 5. In some situations, it was automatic to place the ball inside the 20 or 10-yard line. Uh, Matt Areza, 51.37 yards per punt. You also saw him, you know, a lot of viral clips when it came to long, just comically long punts, including one that went 86 yards. Um, Stout is rated the number one punter in the 2022 NFL draft class, according to Mel Kuyper Jr. He was the Big Ten punter of the year, a unanimous first-team All-Big Ten choice. He said he doesn't know yet if he plans to use his final season of eligibility, that COVID year bonus. Uh, but the guess here, given the year that he had in that department, he was also the place kicker and um, the kickoff specialist. So he did everything for Penn State, certainly thrived as a punter, Thrived in kickoff situations, was kind of up and down as a place kicker. But with the year that he had as a punter, hard to see him coming back for another year. Penn State will probably go out looking for uh, his replacement, whether that's from its current roster or um, in the recruiting class or in the transfer portal. But the guess here would be that Jordan Stout jumps to the NFL, probably ends up being an NFL draft pick, joining Blake Gillikin who uh, is kind of a young rising star for the New Orleans Saints at the NFL level. Big year from Jordan Stout, just not quite the nation's top punter, according to those who vote for the Ray Guy Award. Thanks for tuning in to this edition of the Blue White Breakdown. Stay tuned here and on PennLive.com throughout the weekend and into next week. National Signing Day is coming up on Wednesday. Could also have some news coming anytime now on Penn State's defensive coordinator search. Bowl game opt-outs should be happening sometime soon. NFL decisions we could learn about, transfer portal, and we'll also have some analysis for Penn State's 2022 recruiting class leading up to signing day. We'll see you then on the Blue White Breakdown. Welcome to Cureleaf, a medical marijuana dispensary. Whether you're a longtime patient, or you're just getting acquainted with this incredible plant, Cureleaf of Pennsylvania is honored to guide you along your medical marijuana journey.